listening to Living in Alignment podcast, the show that brings you deep and conscious conversations to live and grow in rhythm to your natural state. I'm your host, Rada Khalifi. Crystals have thousands, sometimes millions of years of the earth history stored within them that you can harness to tap into your best self. And I tell you what, the more I learn about them, the more the concept makes sense. Crystals are part of the earth. They not only have a unique beauty, but also amazing healing power. I just started to tune in to the power of crystals, but I still have so much to learn. So today's episode will help us to be more intentional with crystals. And our guest today, Sarah Jackson, has made it super simple. Sarah is a certified crystal practitioner located in Florida. She owns Golden Light, a healing practice offering crystal healing sessions and other treatments to help women heal and discover their inner light. Sarah is very passionate about what she does and loves to use crystals to help transform her clients from the inside out and dissolve physical and emotional blockages so they can live a life they love. Thank you for being here. Grab a glass of water and I'll be right back with Sarah. Sarah, it's really lovely to have you here with us. Uh, welcome to the show. And I'm excited to really tap into crystal healing. And But first, I'd like you to tell us about you and why are you passionate about crystal healing? Yeah, so um, I really appreciate the opportunity to get to talk about this because I just love talking about crystals and educating other people. Um, So actually a couple of years ago, quite a few years ago, I got really sick, like super sick. Couldn't eat anything, couldn't drink anything, nothing. And went to constant doctor's appointments. Oh, maybe this is the issue. Maybe this is the issue. And went so long without any relief. And finally, someone referred me to a holistic practitioner. And the woman I went to see was a holistic practitioner, but she was also a certified crystal practitioner. And she just started introducing me to all these things. And it just, it just changed my life. And I was like, oh my God, you know, she gave me this crystal and she was like, here, this can help you with your anxiety. And I was like, what? You can just give me a crystal for that? And it was just amazing. And I just took off from there. I was like, I want to learn everything. I want to do everything. This is just amazing. The power that it has for, you know, you to take your health and your wellness into your own hands and just sort of like explore those things. And so later on, I got certified. So I am also now a certified crystal practitioner. And I just love it because I get to have that same experience I had all those years ago teaching my own clients. Here's the, here's the tools. We can help you. It's okay. You're going to be okay. And it's just a wonderful feeling. And I love every single second of it. Isn't it incredible and amazing? Like how our challenges or misfortunes, uh, you know, can, be turned into gifts and gifts not for us and also a gift to to share with the world and and i and i'm looking at you now i see how you're passionate about it and which take us to like really to tell us about the power of crystals and uh, what makes it different than other 
or like crystals or gemstone or even any rock from nature? Yeah, so um, everything, every piece of anything, any form of matter vibrates at a certain frequency. And so these frequencies depend on different things. But what makes a crystal a crystal is that the molecules are arranged in a fixed and regularly repeating geometric pattern. So it really comes down to the science of it. And that just means that these crystals easily maintain their frequency. Unlike us as human beings, we do not maintain our frequency. Like we are influenced by every single little thing that we come into contact with, which is why crystals are such an amazing healing tool is because we take those energies that they can maintain so easily and we use them to entrain those energies into our body and balance the frequencies in our own system. And that's why I love them so much because it's not just this spiritual belief it's like actually scientifically proven there is evidence of it which is just also so fun yeah I think you know we're not gonna go into the scientific but probably we might leave some uh you know in the show notes some references for for the hyper rationals or people who really want more evidence yeah I'm definitely not the expert for sure I know just enough to you know know what I'm talking about and um, I just think it's so fun for people that want to explore that avenue of it. It's amazing. And I love what you said that how crystals are kind of like their power is, is stable, un- unlike right. us human, right? And that's yeah. what we, like it's, it's a form of grounding for us. Yes. So let's start like to be more hands on and introduce some examples of like the essential crystals, um, their their properties and healing power, if we want to start with that. Yeah, so um, I have three essential ones that I love. And these, you know, probably differ from what other people would suggest. But um, how light is my number one. It's not usually a crystal that a lot of beginners start out with because it's not like amethyst or clear quartz where it's really well known. Um, how light is a white stone. It kind of looks a little bit like marble and mm-hmm. it's amazing for anxiety and stress relief. It's the first crystal that was ever given to me yes. and I, it just holds a special place in my heart. It's so grounding, so peaceful. And I just, try to give it to every single person I can. Amazing. So it's the healing power is anxiety and and stress. Yes. Yeah. Which who doesn't need that? Who doesn't doesn't need that? Right. (laughs) Yeah. It's our, like we, it's our go-to, right? Right. Yeah. Um, The other one would be rose quartz, which is a very common one and one that a lot of people have, but I don't think because it's so well-known, people realize how powerful it is. It is a heart chakra stone, mm-hmm. you know, pretty, pretty clear to get that, but it's just so, it's so peaceful. It's so like love, compassion, self-love, you know, just really accepting yourself. I really see it as more of like an inner work and loving yourself more than loving other people or bringing love into your life. You know, a lot of us just deal with, you know, not having enough of that, not having enough compassion for ourselves or love for ourselves. And I just think it's a really great one to start with. Yeah. We and all then, need like more love, right? Why not? Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. The whole world needs more love. love. Yes. You can get enough of more love. Yeah. So that's amazing. 
And then the last one would have to be black tourmaline. Now, this one's growing a little bit more popular. Um, again, a great grounding stone. Uh, but really, I like to suggest it to people who do, you know, this type of work where you're interacting with other people. It could be coaching. It could be um, healing work, uh, intuitive work, anything like that. So you're really interacting with other people's energies and personalities when you do that work. You know, you're probably talking about very personal things and you don't want to take those issues on. You want to be able to help people, but you don't want to carry those things for them. And so black tourmaline is a really great one for protecting your energy and just saying like, okay, this is mine. I'm not taking on these other people's energies, or it could be really good just I keep it all around my house. So anyone that comes into my house, I know that their energy is okay. Or if they're carrying anything on them, it does not enter my space. So I think it's a really good one for sure. I like that. I like yeah. that. Actually, I was talking to my daughter yesterday about how you know important to protect the energy, especially being an empath, right? For sure. But knowing when to give and and some people also when you give they're not ready to receive and that can be backfire at at everyone right so that's that's an important stone and and i'm wondering because i see my my daughter has a big collection now uh, and i'm i'm just a beginner in that and i'm learning so does the size affect the crystal ability of healing um so i wouldn't say that it affects the ability i mean a lot of the stones I use during my session are just small little tumbles that we place on you or around you. Um, but I mean, they're also, if you have a very large stone, obviously the energy of that stone is going to be much larger, mm-hmm. but it's not going to be any worse or better. I just really see it as what are you trying to accomplish? Do you want a huge amethyst in your house? So your house is just so like the energies are so peaceful and just like the vibes are so good. Or do you just want to carry a little howlite in your pocket to sort of like keep you, you know, keep that stress and anxiety away for the day? So I think it's just really looking at what you're trying to accomplish. I, and, and and this is something actually you do with your clients to understand their needs, right? And right. accordingly, you customize uh, what kind of stone and what kind of size as well, which yes. brings us to to learn more about your process. Like, uh, right. how to you? How can you guide us into, you know, the roadmap to use the crystals for healing and well being? Uh, would you like to share some examples? Yeah, sure. So. Crystal healing, again, is an energy-based treatment, and it allows relief from physical and emotional blockages um, so that we can sort of heal different areas and live a more balanced life. So what we do is we go through the chakras in your body. There are seven chakras in your body, and each of those centers, which also to get a little bit into the science as well, there's nerves all in those centers. So it's a, it's a physical thing and also a spiritual thing. So they're like little brains for each of the centers of your body. And so what we're trying to do is balance those energy centers because they're all for different things. So for example, root chakra keeps you grounded, keeps you stable, keeps you safe. My number one root chakra crystal would be a red jasper so nice and again if you don't know anything about crystals you could always just match the color because the color is a frequency as well 
sacral chakra. Yeah. yeah, but before we going into sacral chakra, I'm curious about yeah. how would you know like this, you know, like um, how would you know that this is the first chakra? Can you give us some examples for people who are not really aware or know nothing about uh, root chakra? Like what are the symptoms that people experience when they have imbalances in the root chakra? Yeah. So root chakra, you probably have a lot of stress. You have a lot of anxiety. Um, you're just very unsure of yourself. You're very unsure of your surroundings. Um, it's just very unstable. You probably just have a lot of anxiety or a lot of things going on. Maybe you move around a lot. Um, you know, it could, could be things like that. Maybe you move from job to job a lot. Maybe you just never feel like, Hey, this is, this is my place. And it, we can say like it's it's kind of like uncertainty and feeling insecure yes. and and I mean we all need it we needed it in the last two years right with the right. Amount of insecurity we had due to the pandemic definitely but, yeah um and and again when I do treatments uh, very rarely is anyone's root chakra totally fine and mm -hmm. if your root chakra is not balanced the rest of your chakras cannot be balanced so the root chakra is the base of your spine and if that's not working well it's impossible for the rest of them to be as best as they can be you know it's impossible for them to be a hundred percent so the root chakra is almost always unbalanced on on anyone um so uh, to go up further, so sacral chakra is a couple of inches below your belly button. And this is the creativity, your life force, your energy, um, your ability to nurture yourself and others. And so for this one, I suggest uh, carnelian. So if you're suffering with for sacral issues, um, you could have very low energy, tired mm -hmm. all the time, can't get enough sleep. You just have very, very low energy. Uh, sacral chakra is also all of your sexual organs. So maybe you're having really painful period cramps or low libido or just like not feeling secure in your sexuality or sensuality. Um, those are all sacral chakra. Mm -hmm. And so again, carnelian is the one I suggest. Carnelian is amazing for just uplifting that energy, you know, just giving you that really good boost. It's such a beautiful, like powerful orange red color. And um, it's amazing for sacral chakra. And Sarah, like, how do you, are you talking when you recommend this for someone? Is it, how do they apply it? Is it something local on their body or they keep it in their room? What's, how do they use it? Yeah, so you can just keep it in your space, keep it next to your bed, whatever, whatever is easiest for you. It's really an intuitive process. So if you feel like you need to carry it in your pocket all day, um, if you want to wear it on a necklace, those different types of things, or it could just be if you do a five minute meditation in the morning, maybe just put the carnelian there yeah. when you, when you feel like you need it, it's all very intuitive. And the more you do it, the more you'll trust yourself and thinking, okay, this is what I need right now. And I know we talked about like, you, you showed me the other day that you use a diagram, like, like a, uh, like you use a tool, right? Yeah. Uh, so when I do imbalances, can you tell us about that? 
Yeah. So uh, either for in-person or remote sessions. So remote remote sessions are obviously not laying on my treatment table. So mm-hmm. I have a board that's a proxy board and it's an outline of a person has all the chakras on it. And again, whether you're in-person or remote, uh, I use a pendulum to test the energies. Now there's a couple of different ways that practitioners test energies. You could just use your hand. You could use a clear quartz point pointing towards your hand, um, or you could use a pendulum. Anyone can use a pendulum. And I like the pendulum because not only am I sensing the energies, uh, you can actually see a physical movement. So if the pendulum is moving, then you're pretty good. But if someone's chakra is blocked, then the pendulum's not going to move hardly at all. And um, also, if someone's chakra is wound in the opposite direction, like if it's really tightly wound, it's going to move in an anti-clockwise position. You want your chakras to be moving in a smooth clockwise position, not too fast, not too slow. And I love the pendulum because it shows all of that. So you could even test yourself with a pendulum if you wanted to, or start testing yourself with the pendulum and then going over those spots that tested uh, either blocked or tight uh, with your left hand so you can sense what those energies feel like. And it's going to feel different to every person. Uh, To me, I get like a cold, tingly feeling like my hand is almost asleep uh, when I sense an imbalance. So that would be a great way to learn as well, because you could see the physical manifestation of it, but then also feel it, um, which, you know, just developing that, it's it's a muscle, your intuition, it's all a muscle. Absolutely, yes. You can use many tools, right? I mean, they can use um, what they are experiencing in their body, what they're experiencing as tangible things in their life. And also you can use the pendulum as a way to detect what's going on. Right. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So let's say someone comes and I know we were talking about the first chakra, second chakra, but um, I'm going to reverse the question now. And, and if someone comes to you and having like really challenges with their relationship, whether partner or yeah. you know, friendships, uh, what is that indicator of imbalances? So I would definitely test uh, your root chakra for sure, because if you're not feeling stable, it could just be you yourself are not feeling stable. Um, and then we'd go through and test the sacral chakra. Cause again, uh, those sexual organs really play into a lot of different mm-hmm. things. And then of course I would test your heart chakra because okay. if you are not, uh, experiencing love for yourself, how can you experience love for another individual? And, you know, that could be, that could be from anything. It could be from trauma, you know, in your childhood, it could be from anything. So just like if you, if it's not moving, if you're not feeling that love, again, in your own body, it's going to be really hard to manifest that for someone else. So Mm -hmm. there's definitely a couple of areas that we would check and maybe even throat chakra, you know, throat chakra Mm -hmm. is communication and expression. So maybe you're not, maybe you're not feeling like you can express yourself in this relationship. Maybe you're not feeling like you're being heard. Um, So yeah, there, there's definitely be a bunch of different things I would test for sure. Great. And then one last example, like, which is, come, which everyone wants it is like abundance and money. What's, yes, yes, yes. The blockage around that. 
<clears throat> um, so I always feel like this is solar plexus and sacral and could mm-hmm. also be root. Really, it's all like your lower chakras. So solar plexus is like your confidence, your self-esteem, um, really just like standing in your power and like, mm-hmm. yes, I can do this. Um, if you are just thinking of like manifesting abundance or needing abundance, I would definitely grid the three lower chakras because it could be an imbalance in any of those. And citrine is obviously amazing for this citrine, number one, abundant stone. And you could even just like put it under your pillow, put it around you, sort of like grid around you, um, which is really good. And yeah, I would say definitely the three lower chakras for sure. Uh, Yeah, citrine is very good. I'm trying to think tiger's eye, very good. And even if you just had a couple of these, like let's say you had one citrine, but you have a bunch of clear quartz, you can amplify that citrine with the clear quartz. So maybe let's say you're feeling like you need it on your sacral chakra during your morning meditation, or even just before you go to bed at night, you don't even have to be meditating. And so you put it on your sacral chakra, and then let's say you have two clear quartz, I don't have to be the same size, but if you put it next to the citrine, or let's say like on either side of your hips, just like around in the same area, you're just going to be amplifying what that citrine is already doing. So clear quartz is really powerful. If you just have a few stones, but you want to amplify it a little bit more, clear quartz is great. Perfect. Sounds great, right? <laughs> and then, and I'm sure like you use a lot of creativity and that combination to right. specific issues and play with things, right? Very, it's very intuitive. Like I never, before a session, I never plan out what I'm going to put on you. First off, I need to test you to see what's yeah. going on, but it's, I've never do the same layout on the same person. It's always just like, okay, this feels a little funny. And we'll even go through and like check your aura. If, if I feel like anything is attached to you or just like, it's just not feeling good. Like, like the left side of your body, then we'll put a little bit more on the left side of your body. So it is very, just like very intuitive and it's different session to session. Someone could have a session a month and then a month later, we're working on completely different issues. Wow. So Sarah, how would I know, like, for example, like I started using the the healing power of the crystal, what are the indicators that the crystal power is like, is really helpful? Like, what kind of symptoms I start to show? And how long does it take to start to feel the difference, um, you know, or the the block healing the blockages? Yeah, so that definitely varies from person to person. And I think it really has to do with your mindset as well. Like if you're going into a crystal healing session or starting to work with crystals and you're just like, well, someone suggested this to me, maybe it'll work, maybe it won't, Mm -hmm. you know, and just sort of like blah about it, then it's just going to give you blah results. So it's, you know, your thoughts create your reality. So yeah, if you believe in it, it will happen, right? You will. Yes. Yeah. And if it's if it's meant for you to work on, if it's meant to come into your life, and this for to be part of your healing journey, then it's going to like, you know, healing crystal healing is not for everyone there's some people obviously that don't believe in any of this stuff so it is it's really all your mindset um 
which is a but, great point, really. Like, you know, it's just maybe someone else having those issues in their chakra as we all have it, the challenges. Right. Maybe they come across theta healing and this is what exactly they need and what matches their energy. Exactly. It doesn't mean like crystal healing is not good. It's just, it's a matter of, it's, um, you know, you have to give something and receive it. There's an exchange of energy, right? To work. Right, right. Yeah. And you have to be open. You have to be receptive. Otherwise, the crystals are only going to do so much. If you're not going into a session with an open, positive mind, then, you know, you're just going to leave. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to work my hardest to balance you. Yeah. And if you're not receptive to it and then you leave, you know, all that stuff's just going to eventually undo itself. And that applies actually to everything, right? Right. Right. It's, it's everything is available to us. It's a matter of we're able to see it and receive it and what what's in the way for not receiving it. That's another topic. But, <laughs> but, but yeah, I mean, so what, what you're saying is like if you believe in it, then right. it's helpful. Then it becomes helpful for you. Exactly. Exactly. Right. Yeah. So what brings me to, which brings me to the question of like, when we use the crystal and have them in our space with us and everything. uh, And I know you mentioned that they are stable, but do they ever lose their power? And how do we charge them? This is the word that I've been hearing around. Like we need to charge the crystal. I know. Yeah. So there's a lot going on, especially on social media right now. Hey, do this to cleanse your crystal or hey, do this to charge your crystal. Uh, but really what it comes down to, like we said, all crystals vibrate at a f- certain frequency. And this is actually called dominant oscillatory rate. And so there's not a whole lot we can do as human beings to knock those crystals completely out of their vibration. Mm-hmm. Of course, I cleanse my crystals after every session uh, because that's just good practice. But the way I do things is I do them with sound because like we said, frequency, they're emitting a frequency. So I cleanse them or retune them as more proper uh with sound and frequencies so that could be a singing bowl that could be tinctures that could be a frequency playlist on spotify i have a ton of them yeah and it's just so easy now if it's currently in your practice to smoke cleanse your crystals or put them in the sun or cleanse some of them in water that's okay you do again it's all intuitive you do what you feel is right for your practice or your routines i'm never going to judge someone for what they're doing i do suggest you know let's not put all the crystals in water there are some that can go in water there's some that'll break in water there's you know some that are toxic in water uh again with the salt some stones can go in salt most of them can't um And even the sunshine as well. Some people think, oh, if I leave all of my stones in the sunshine, they'll be cleansed. That's a great way to do things. Again, just do your research. Just be educated because some crystals get the ruin in the sun. Some crystals color get ruined in the sun. Um, So I think as long as you're educated with it, so you're not ruining your crystals, because that to me would be so heartbreaking. um, And just doing the things that feel good to you. 
don't feel like, you know, I read these social media posts that I need to bring all my stones out on the full moon. If that doesn't resonate with you, don't do it. Don't give in to these pressures of, oh, this is what I need to be doing with my crystals because this is what everyone else is doing with their crystals. Crystal, it's a completely intuitive practice. Whatever you feel is right, that's what you do. Okay. Great, great. So I know our time is coming to close <laughs> end, but I, I would like my listeners to take away something like, like a tool where they can start. If this is something new to them, like uh, they're new to the concept of crystal healing, yeah. what would be a good crystal combination for intentions such as alignment, let's say, and just in love and wealth, uh, just a good start for them to have that combo in their space. Yeah, so um, alignment. So a great crystal for this is kyanite. Um, It's a very beautiful stone, but I think starting out is a great stone if you don't know anything, because kyanite is the only crystal that will balance all of the energies of your chakras. Mm -hmm. And not only is a very beautiful stone, I have one as a necklace, you know, it's just very calming. And like I said, balances all of the energies. How can you get any more aligned than that? (laughs) Now it's on my list. I have to get this. (laughs) I have to get this. Yeah. And yeah, like we said, there's a lot of stones for wealth and abundance, citrine, tiger's eye, um, a lot of stones for love, rose quartz and amethyst, which rose quartz and amethyst are almost any stone that anyone starts with. They're very affordable, easily accessible. Um, Those are great ones to start with. Creativity, that carnelian's really great. Lapis is really great. Uh, Lapis is really great if you, for throat chakra as well, if you um, do a lot of speaking engagements or anything like that, or if you struggle with speaking engagements. And also related to the, the way, like authenticity, I see it, like to speak your truth, right? I and mean, right. you can speak, you can communicate, yes. but it helps you to communicate your truth and be right. authentic. Yeah. Yeah. So those would definitely be some top ones for sure. And again, I just encourage people to, you know, maybe you have a local crystal shop and just sort of go in and be like, okay, what am I drawn to? Because what you're drawn to is probably going to need be what either you're like most deficient in or just really what needs to come into your life. I love that. I love yeah. that. I always believe in that in, in kind of everything. Like even right. if I go to a store to buy something like, um, you know, like clothes or something, the first thing I catch it means like, this is what I want. <laughs> yeah. And it's what, where I am now, um, you know, so that's amazing. Like a uh, uh, muscle to build, like to build that intuitive. Um, Definitely. Spirit. brings us to like for people who want to reach out to you where they can find you on on social media uh yeah so i'm on social media as oh gosh don't let me get this wrong let's see golden light creative on instagram also tiktok uh, if anyone's a TikTok fan, TikTok. okay yeah. just started There's getting a lot into of TikTok that. fans of you know around yes just I'm started not, getting into that. Yeah, that's cool. 
uh, website is goldenlightcreatives.com. Uh, like I said, I, I am in the States, but I do do remote sessions and remote sessions are just as powerful as in-person sessions. Of course, I love people being on my table. That is so fun. But remote sessions are just as amazing and just as powerful. We can do everything we do in an in-person session in a remote session. I believe in that. I believe in that as well. And I'll make sure also to have all your contacts uh, and, you know, the links uh, under the show notes, which brings us to the last question on this episode of what does living in alignment mean to you, Sarah? Yeah, so I love this question because obviously it means so many different things to so many people, but really living in alignment is just getting to share the things I am passionate about with other people. You know, this crystal healing took me out of such a dark, low place from where I was. And now my life is better than it has ever been. And just being able to give a little bit of that, a little bit of that energy, a little bit of that education to other people and just sort of show them like, it's going to be okay is just, it, it's amazing. It's an amazing feeling and I love every second of it. And I could not, I'm so grateful that I get to do this. Yeah, beautiful. And I, and I sense your energy, your excitement, your actually passion about, and, and, and I feel like how powerful it is for you. Just speaking about it here, I'm sure people will sense your energy through your words as well. So really, I appreciate you giving me the time and I appreciate, I mean, it's 4 p.m. here in Dubai, but you yeah. my energy for some reason. You did a lot of crystalline. <laughs> and I was like, you know, my energy was kind of leaning to, to be low, but now you activated me. And thank you for that. Thank you for sharing with us and for your presence. Yeah, thank you so much. I really appreciate this. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you've got something interesting to share, tag us in a post on Instagram or comment below. We'd love to hear about your takeaways. I'd be grateful if you head up to iTunes and give us a rating. Also, who do you know can benefit from today's episode? Pay it forward, share the link. Thanks for listening. This is Rada Khalifi signing off.